Recorded 2008 at Paisley Park and released on the 24th of March 2009. On the track you have Prince, CeCe Dunham, Josh Dunham, you've got Maceo, you've got Greg Boyer, you've got Mike Phillips, and you have Lee Hogan's, who apparently on the album is mislabeled as Lee Hogan, uh, without the S. And I must admit, Hogan's is an unusual surname, so I can imagine, I understand why someone must have been like, that can't be your name. Uh, the track is 3 minutes 57, and joining me to talk about today is Josh Norman. Hello, Josh. Hello, Darren. Thanks for having me back. Uh, in terms of like a genre, uh, I think I'm pretty safe in just saying funk. Um, you know, it, like, I, I guess once you've got Maceo and Greg Boyer and Mike Phillips in there, <laughs> um, you can't help but kind of have it turn into a funk track. Um, I like what CC Dunham's doing on the drums, and I think Josh Dunham's doing like something great on the bass. Like this, like every, I mean, it's a really kind of fun, um, you know, like uh, like considering some of the stuff on Lotus Flower and NPR Sound is just Prince. Uh, it's nice to kind of have a whole band here, um, you know, and also that Prince didn't feel the need to uh, bring Michael B and Sonny T in to replace uh, the band, as apparently he had done on some tracks on this album, uh, which I, I don't know. I, I I just find that to be a little bit amusing, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a really good, like, just band funk track. Um, and, you know, it's under four minutes, nice and short. Uh, kind of makes its point. Um, but at the same time, I have no real idea what to call the song. Uh, I've called it Dollar Sign because that is how it is credited on the album. Um, and in here, there's a thing where Prince says Funky Dollar Bill. So he, without the R in there, apparently, it's Funky Dollar. Um, so he men he mentions Dollar. Um, but then he also, at certain point, says Money as well. And, you know, there was another track that Prince had done, um, which had the title Money. Um, and also you have the song Love or Money, uh, the Razzie Award winning uh, Love or right. Money, which was credited as Heart or Dollar Sign. So Prince has previously, in his weird language, used the dollar sign as a substitute for money. But then here he's also saying the word dollar. So... I don't know what to call the song. And it is Money Don't Matter Tonight. It was not Dollar Sign Don't Matter Tonight. So he's all over no, the place. No, you're right. Yeah. So, yeah, he's not he's not consistent. Right. Um, I, I mean, I think towards the end, for the last few albums, he was very consistent in how he did his uh, his language. <laughs> you mean the all uppercase language? <laughs> yeah. Well, and also the kind of, you know, the like the, in the middle of the word performing the, the number, number four, four for yeah. the F.O.R. Yeah. So he kind of, I don't know, standardized it a little bit more towards the end. Yeah. Or of, of a much more fuller commitment to Prince Bonics. Yeah. <laughs> but here he's not really clear as to exactly what this song is called. Um, although right. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna call it anything, you could say "Funky Dollar Bill," and I think people would recognize the song you were talking about because I think that's the kind of yeah. the line that kind of sticks with you, um, you know. And I what I love about this song as well is is this the one where he mentions the bank's got a bailout? Um, is that what I'm thinking of, or am I thinking of another song? Mm, I, I think, think I'm thinking I of think another you're thinking song. about old school company. Maybe yeah. I am. Yeah, uh, but he does talk about here about the rich folks. Um, right. and you know, and it, I, I like as well, like the idea of talking about money and saying it's just ink and chlorophyll, 
which is like a great way to phrase it. Um, yeah, good rhyme too. <laughs> yes, pop a pill, chlorophyll. <laughs> I mean, right. uh, something that I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned on a few other songs from this album. Prince is very much kind of bringing some interesting rhymes into some of these songs. Um, and I don't know that anyone up until this point has tried to rhyme chlorophyll with anything else. Uh, but also, you know, factually correct. You know, chlorophyll comes from plants. Uh, plants are what most yep. money is ended up made of. So I don't know. I just it's nice that Prince is kind of a little bit scientific in this song. Um, it is. And it's a, a kind of a change of heart from, you know, the uh, constant uh, who's number one at the bank kind of language that we had 10 years prior. And now. It's like money doesn't really matter. It's just paper and ink. Yeah, I guess once you've got like a, a $100 million settlement out of Warner Brothers. And, yeah, you can feel a little more at ease. <laughs> yeah, and you've basically got Paisley Park now like mortgage-free. I think you could be like, yeah, it doesn't really matter, does it? You know, if I make some money, if I don't make some money, <laughs> like who's going to take... It'll be okay. Yeah, who's going to take this property away from me? Nobody. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like as well that the kind of... Um, this is, I don't know, this is like Prince, uh, I guess, kind of combining the funk stuff with like the, this kind of rapping, um, you know, mm -hmm. the kind of the language in here, you know, when he talks about this car with the rims and this grill and the illist on the scene, like even though the song is kind of in a funk mode, it feels like he's kind of closer to rap in terms of the delivery of stuff. Yes. And but pleasantly not cringeworthy rap. I think this is the kind of rap that fits his style of delivery too. It doesn't come off as, Oh, he's trying to be something that he's not, or he's trying to push his rap capabilities, you know, further than he should. It's kind of just the right fit. Yeah. That's yeah. It's, it's not like, um, uh, let's say early nineties Prince rap. Um, you know, it's not yeah. like, uh, arrogance or, um, you know, even my the name flow. is Prince. Yeah. The flow. Uh, yeah. I mean, those two songs kind of just go into each other, don't they? So that you kind of end up thinking of them as one. Uh, but yeah, right. like it's not that kind of early nineties kind of whatever the voice was that Prince used to use for rapping. He's not using it in this song. He's just delivering the song, the, the kind of the lyrics more in a, a rap style um, rather than kind of singing them. Um, and, you know, I think it fits with the kind of the, I mean, I, I mean, at some points he does say like, um, uh, you're standing over there trying to be a gangster copying your favorite lean. And it's like, I don't know, Prince, like at this point, he's like approaching 50. It just some of the lyrics, I know they're not like the delivery isn't as cringy as it used to be. But there's still a few times where it's like he's trying to sound like 30 years younger and it doesn't right. kind of really suit him. But I don't know. I, I, I would say that like he kind of delivers it OK in this song. Um, you know, like it's not like the best, he's not the best rapper. And I think, you know, even the hardest Prince fan would admit that. Um, but I think he, this kind of the, the way he delivers, uh, what I would, I think term the flow in this song, uh, it really right. fits, it fits with the style of like how he does things. And, and it, it doesn't kind of seem like he's trying to reach too far. Uh, it feels like after 15 or 16 years of him trying to do this, he's finally found a way to kind of do it more naturally that fits with, you know, how he, he, he kind of writes music. Yeah, I agree. And also, you know, you mentioned the delivery. It's also got a very Camille type effect on his voice, which kind of harkens back to the golden era of Weird Prince to me and makes it even more fun. Um, even though it's not credited to Camille, I think that he, he could have made this a Camille song and everyone would say, oh, yeah, it's, it's got that effect on his voice. It makes sense. Yeah, it's not like full Camille. It's just it's just sped up just a tiny bit. Uh, right. Enough to make it sound different. Enough so that when you're mm -hmm. listening to this album, you come to this song and you're like, well, this, you know, it stands out 
um, you know, on the whole of Lotus Flare as being something that's a little different. Uh, obviously, right. Lotus Flare was more kind of uh, kind of guitar and and band based than MPLS Sound, and MPLS Sound obviously is an overdose of Lind drum machines. Um, yeah. And so, you know, this kind of feels like it fits perfectly um, in in that kind of idea of you know a kind of a more rock side of of Prince. Um, although, again, like we say, kind of delivered with a rap. Um, right. You know, and I, I don't know. I like. I, I again, it it isn't even like Prince boasting that much. Like, um, you know, he's talking about you know the most popular girl in the whole world world today. And I like how Prince. I don't know. That it's like the humblest of brags, isn't it? It's like the most popular girl, of course, is coming towards my direction because I'm Prince. Right. She came to me, not the other way around. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think previously we discussed a song where Prince was a dime, you know, or. In, uh, yeah, in, every nickel and yeah, every, was every that, nickel uh, looking for a dime. And uh, Prince is obviously, yeah. I, I think, giving himself a ten out of ten here and saying, "The woman, <laughs> yes, the is. woman who is ten out of ten, is also looking for me because I am a ten out of ten. Um, and then they're on the same level. Yeah, and I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of like that. The even the kind of like you know, oh my god, you're the craziest thing she's ever seen. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I love this kind of weird humble bragging that Prince gets into. It's not something that like he's done it before in songs as well where he's always talked about how this person is great, but they're only great because they're with him or, you know, they're only coming mm-hmm. over to Prince because they know they're on the same level. Um, right. You know, not, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, Prince is the one who at this point has won, you know, a ton, a ton of Grammys and sold millions of records. So I guess he has something to back that up at least. Yeah. He's, he's got the hardware for sure. But yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of, I like, I like the, I mean, the, the kind of funky dollar bill, it's real. Uh, you all, Easy come, easy. Uh, sorry, easy come, easy gone. He doesn't say easy go. Mm-hmm. Either he, right? You know, he has the. He kind of makes the phrase his own. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of, I kind of like this idea that he, he, like we say, he's, he's basically so secure with himself that he's like, it doesn't really, money doesn't really matter to me. It's just ink and chlorophyll. Um, you know, and, and I, I don't know. I, I, I just kind of like this weird kind of. Um, it's, I don't know, it feels like boasting, but at the same time, it's done in such a kind of uh, low key way that it just, it just kind of feels a bit more. Um, uh, I don't know. It just uh, like Prince kind of maturing a little bit. Um, it's very hard yeah, he's for a kind of hum- humbly confident. It's. I mean, it's hard kind of for you know rappers to you know, age gracefully because, you know, the rap game is one very much of, you know, younger people. Um, yeah, youth. All of whom today seem to have the word Lil in front of their names and have, <laughs> and have I don't know, face tattoos. And, and there seems to be a certain aesthetic these days in rap that I don't think would suit a 50-year-old man, um, you know, at this point. Um, so I, I, so it's it's kind of hard for someone to kind of you know get older and kind of deliver rap in a kind of credible way, uh, which you know makes mm-hmm. sense because it is you know an art form that is is suited towards the new, and and so I think it's interesting that Prince kind of delivers this kind of I don't know middle aged rap I would say, <laughs> um, and he does it he does it in a kind of an interesting way, and the fact that he kind of he starts with like the funk element. You know, as we've seen with like many of the artists from the seventies who kind of started out in funk, um, you know, they've managed to kind of grow old and still stay relatively funky. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you think about like George Clinton, you know, who obviously was older than Prince anyway, um, you know, he's—I wouldn't say that he's aged gracefully, but he's aged in a way where it's like he's still—it feels like he's still credible as a funk artist. 
um you know and he's still able to kind of you know be that type of person that's the same with like booty collins and you know everyone from kind of that era as they've got older they've still been able to kind of deliver that music in a way that feels like it fits their personality um and i think prince is kind of doing that here a little bit where he's you know he's doing the funk but then he's kind of bringing in this rap element um, and doing it in a way that feels like kind of natural for the the kind of the subject matter in the song. I agree totally. I think the music, you know, the musicianship has a lot to do with it too. There's great um, musicians on this track, and um, you know, when you have Maceo Parker on a track, you're you've kind of got credibility from the from the beginning. Um, so all of that is here. I mean, I also kind of like. Um, I mean, he talks about uh, where you go. Everybody want to know so they can put you in a magazine for next to the ad for the latest fad in black hair hair. Sorry, in black hair care of Vaseline. And right. I, I I mean I I, I don't know I, I kind of like these little glimpses when Prince. Uh, kind of returns to his like cultural roots occasionally and i like this idea of prince being like if i'm in a magazine i'm i'm not on the page that has an advert for like hair care opposite me like i have to be like you know my own double spread i have to kind of get the next page like don't put me next to adverts and i kind of like that as just a little bit of a look into kind of prince's mind of like where he feel he's at like you know he maybe he's not just a one page kind of interview opposite kind of an ad for vaseline or whatever right placement is important yeah um i i and uh, yeah so i mean you know he he finishes telling us dancing loving you all night long it's all money ain't nothing wrong <laughs> easy come easy gone and uh, yeah so i guess i guess that's kind of the, the kind of the you know the the theme of the song uh, I also like as well that there's a mention of Baltimore in here, which obviously there's a song later on that Prince records that is called Baltimore. Uh, I also like that he pronounces right. it Baltimore and does not pronounce it as many of the characters do in the, the TV series The Wire, uh, where they say Baltimore or ha- I, I can't do the accent. So, But they basically right. drop so many of the letters it, it ends up turning into just a mushmouth way of saying Baltimore. And I'm not a fan of that. I love The Wire, but I can't be, I can't be doing with people saying Baltimore like that. Uh, it just drives me crazy. Um, but maybe that's just, just because I'm English. Um, maybe. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so I would say for me, this is probably a four out of five. Um, you know, it's a nice kind of quick song. It's very upbeat. You know, uh, like we say, it's mixed a few different things that Prince has kind of tried in the past. Uh, let's say with less success. And here he seems to be kind of maturing as an artist and just kind of being a bit more comfortable, kind of, you know, attempting rap, let's say, <laughs> instead of... Um, instead of kind of forcing it, um, you know, and I, I think that's, I, I don't know, that's one of the things that I kind of like about these kind of later Prince albums is that Prince has the kind of confidence to try different things, um, but also to kind of make them his own now. Like, you know, when he was doing rap before, he was kind of, tr- it almost sounded like he was trying to be other people. Whereas here yeah. we're getting Prince doing rap as, you know, you know, Prince would have done if he'd have, you know, if he'd have been in the rap game from the beginning, which, you know, was not possible because he was probably about five, ten years too old for that. Um, yeah, a little too late. Yeah. So it's I don't know. It's it's a nice it's a nice track. You know, um, I, I think I, I think I, I as well, I kind of enjoy, you know, on on this album, there are some songs that are kind of just Prince by himself. And, you know, most of MPLS sound is Prince by himself. So it's nice right. to kind of have that band feel and kind of, you know, I always feel like a band or, always kind of brings different ideas to Prince. And I feel like that's the case here. Yeah. It loosens him up a little bit too, in the studio where, you know, you've called it claustrophobic Prince, I think, um, which is kind of the opposite of the song. So I'm with you. I'm more of like a four out of five on this song. It's one of my favorites from, from Lois Fla- Lotus flower. And um, it's also the most, 
I think, outstanding track from Lotus Flower, the one that sounds the most different from the rest, um, which immediately gets your attention. It has that pseudo-Camille kind of feel to it. Um, so I, I, revisit, I revisit, revisit this one uh, quite a bit. And, um, you know, this was performed a little bit by Prince in 2012, oddly enough, uh, a few years after. Um, admittedly, he mm-hmm. I don't think he was on tour in, like, uh, 2008, 2009. Um, so that was probably the first time that he kind of had the chance to perform it on tour. Um, and then he didn't perform it again after 2012. And I'm guessing it's probably because, uh, you know, of the band that he had in 2012. Uh, which probably had you know a bit of a horn section, so he was probably able to perform this song. Uh, obviously, after 2012, he had Third Eye Girl as his as his band, so, <laughs> so there's no horn section yeah. with Third Eye Girl. Uh, so you right. know, a bit more kind of back to basics in terms of like you know the the kind of performances that he was doing with them. Um, but yes. yeah, so you know, I I, I don't know I, it's just what like you say, it is kind of one of the tracks that really st- when you listen to the overall sound of Lotus Fire, it is one of the tracks that just kind of stands out straight away uh, as you're going mm-hmm. through the album. So I feel like we said about as much about uh, dollar sign or money or whatever Prince has called this track. Funky dollar bill. Yeah. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Josh? Thanks, Darren. Um, yes, my wife and I host a Prince podcast. It's called The Mountains and the Sea. We focus on an entire uh, era or album and uh, concerts and B-sides and related related artists around that era of uh, Princedom. Um, and we pick our highs and our lows or the seas and the mountains, so to speak, and argue about who's right and wrong. You can find us on Facebook and on Twitter and on any podcast network um, on social media. We're at TMATS Podcast. That's T-M-A-T-S for the mountains and the sea. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter for Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure why you would, at PrinceTrackByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks so much more for being my guest here, Josh. Thank you, Darren. And otherwise, goodbye. Bye. Corner of Corner of